This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 138 of the podcast here, a production of the Galactic Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein. Uh, Corey is moved in. I think he found his computer now. So we got that going for us. Uh, broke his computer desk because, I don't know, he got a little too aggressive with it. May have lipped off. Not even sure. Uh, but for more on this podcast, including show notes, content information, and subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pot. I, don't, I may have said that. Very sleepy. Very sleepy. Um, Nathan Force is going to be joining me here shortly. Uh, he and I did rounds of breakdowns for a while. We we're in talks of doing another podcast, and I don't know. He's a big beef boy. He's a singer, the vocalist of my band, on the Lifeguard. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Turbo Kid. Should be a good time. <laughs> um, so we switched to our winter sheets. So normally we just have like a thin comforter and then a sheet. And Are stuff. we on now? Yeah, we're on. This is. And you're gonna talk about this to start it out? Yeah, whatever. I don't really. Beautiful. Um, so you switched so, to your comforter because you sweat a lot. We switched to our, our winter comforter because there was one night. Uh, it was it. We had like freeze warnings up here. I mean, you're. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, already. Yeah, yeah. 120 miles. We had snow the other night. Wednesday night it snowed. Get out of here. Yeah, it melted by Thursday morning, but we're last. But no, today's Wednesday. Sunday? I don't even fucking know what day it is anymore. Um, it's what it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so I switched to our like winter comforter because we were, we slept with like two blankets on our bed one night. I'm like, I think it's probably about time. I don't think it's gonna get much warmer. So it's normally sleeping like shorts and no shirt. So I've been sleeping in sweatpants and no shirt. And I wake up sweaty. So now I'm gonna try shorts. So I'm a little cold right now, but I'm also a little drunk because it took. A little longer to get you set up than planned. Not complaining. I have no, no problem being drunk. Complain all you want. Nah, I deserve it. Whatever. Do you um? Can you sleep? Do you sleep with socks on? No. I but it's winter. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. Dude, I'm in a fucking dilemma, man. I get in the same dilemma every. Uh, why are you laughing so hard? Because it's just a really funny conversation that we're having. I've never had yeah. a conversation about sleeping with socks on with you in the fucking 12 years that we've been friends so yeah i was gonna say people that don't know me and matt go back way far because they don't know they know you they don't know who the hell i am so not yet we'll we get there after this far, socks so. conversation what's that i said we'll get to who you are after the socks conversation <laughs> yeah so i can't uh i can't um i should pay attention more yeah i can't sleep with socks on but in the winter i swear to god all the heat in my body goes out through my feet so i wake up in the middle of the night really cold yeah and i'm not cold anywhere but like my feet but it, it radiates up me 
so then I had to put socks on and I feel better, but then I feel not comfortable because I have socks on. Yeah. So it's I, like a dilemma, man. I, um, if I get hot, I'll like kick my feet out and that's like, I can't wear a shirt. I always feel like it gets tangled and constricted mm-hmm. on all of my sick muscles. sorry i'm like working through a cold so i laugh too hard i just start coughing yeah my thick muscles um no i just i can't sleep with a shirt like um so we're our mutual friend dan from reaping dan and i have slept and we've shared a bed on more than one occasion sweet lord and the first time we did he minus how many minutes did it take for you to get get there uh let's see here minus the pre-recorded outro we're at three minutes and 50 seconds so it took you 350 <laughs> to get into the, the mutual <laughs> sleep friends we sleeping slept sleeping with. Okay. with another dude um the first time i slept and i shared a bed with dan i slept with a shirt on and it was like i barely slept because it just drove me nuts <laughs> Well, why did you, but he didn't want you to sleep shirtless. He didn't want them. No, no, no. I just, I just was trying to not make things uncomfortable, which is weird, but he, I actually like really (laughs) respect Dan. I was trying to (laughs) not uncomfortable while I was sleeping with a dude. (laughs) Well, dude, it was a king size bed and it's not like I was spooning him. And there was two other dudes in the hotel room. And when has that stopped Matt Stein before? When it's me and reaping as the day (laughs) in a hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so as nate mentioned well as the man mentioned we go way back that's nathan forsey he's the vocalist of my band drown the lifeguard we hosted a podcast together call rounds and breakdowns we're gonna we've been talking about a new one which i did tease earlier good um we still need to figure that out pete should be moving up here we'll get what even if even if he isn't involved you and i need to do something now that it's getting to the cold months we both have a little more free. Well, you have children. I don't, but more free time. Yeah, but I'm a single parent, so I have the, you know, the every other day I'm a great dad, and then every other day I drown myself in alcohol. So. Oh, my God. I um, I can just do it every other day. Whew. So I um, I'm getting to that. So I was, well, I was in Nashville last week, and I, I flew home with a case of beer in my luggage. And this is one of them. It's a, it's called Mai Tai Moodering. It's cherry, tangerine, lime, and almond double IPA. Hmm. It's, is it real fruity? It is, but this is like my third beer. So the two that I had a strawberry short cake or strawberry upside down cake IPA, which was fucking amazing. Like I will share one. I will save one to share with you. Beautiful. And then I had like a straight IPA from Drecker, which I was trying to save because I'm trying to get the sponsor. I'm trying to get Drecker to sponsor the show because I befriended two of them and they love our band. So I'm like, you should sponsor my podcast. Are those the ladies you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually sent Chrissy a picture before we recorded of it, and she's a sweetheart. She was nice enough to wear our shirt to an event they had, take a picture next to their sign. I, was I very, saw that. Yeah, I was really, I was really happy. That's coworker cool. of mine's like, I was the one that told you about it. And I'm like, a fact, I told you to go there, you fucking punk bitch. And. It's, it's it's a thing that anybody can go to in the public, right? Not only that, and I said, regardless of if you told me that it was a brewery or not, I was the one that made friends that worked there, not you. Did you guys fist fight? No, because I'm pretty sure I could wreck them. His son's so name is Sean. No reason to fist fight then. Oh. You don't want to take fights that you're going to get wrecked in, right? No, no, that's a really good point. He smokes <laughs> like a fucking chimney, and uh, his son's name is Sean, but it's spelled C-Y-A-N. Like the color cyan. I was going to say cyan. Yeah. Yeah, all he does is talk about his kids wrestling. And I'm like, cool, I can bench 315. What can your kid do? 
wrestle the, you. <laughs> yeah, but I could probably just break him in half. Right, and you shouldn't wrestle with children. No, um, he's in college now. He's eighteen. Oh, I can fight him. Counts, yeah, then you probably wouldn't want to fuck with him. Uh, Wrestling's the best base to have, man. No, I completely agree. I thought about wrestling in high school for the pure fact of like the overall fitness aspect, and yeah. then I ate funyuns instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say that eighty percent of street fights end up at some point on the ground. I, I don't. That doesn't. That doesn't surprise me one bit. But you have you have a lot of, I would assume torque. I've cultivated a lot of mass in my day. You got, well, you got a lot of low end strength yeah. from the type of weightlifting that you do and stuff. Well, like not that. only that, but my my background of Your soccer is probably insane. Um, yeah. Once you get through all the the fatty goodness, <laughs> <laughs> but you figure like because I have a I have a super solid squat, which I'm su- I'm really proud of. I almost pooped my pants trying to squat five fifty one time. Have you ever? No, I almost pooped my pants i've heard of that though um i started i started farting when i got into the hole and i and i laughed and i couldn't get out um so my my max squats to like 540 which is still really good like i'm not upset about it um my deadlift is fucked because i started losing weight which sucks it's like hey i'm gonna lose weight and by the way you have to redo your deadlifting (laughs) well when you lose weight you can't lose weight and gain muscle at the same time. Right. If you lose weight, fat weight, you're going to lose muscle. Right. It's, and, it's, and it was, I think we determined the fact that I was able to use a lot of like my fat weight to, to pull. So when I started to lose a lot of it, it was like my body was no longer able to compensate for the, for my weaknesses. So I was right. forced to figure out how to fix it and <clears> fix it. Um, whatever learning experience. And now I'm scared to deadlift cause I don't want to hurt my back. Although Too fun bad. story that I'm going to tell you while we're recording a podcast because it's not nothing serious. Last week I was benching, and uh, I was benching 315, and I was trying to go for a second rep, and I felt like something in my shoulder pop. Oh! And, and then I got home and I couldn't physically lift my own arm. I had to lift my arm with my other hand. That's not good. No, and now it's. I mean, now it's fine. Like I played my drums before, and it wasn't it a big was deal. A nerve thing, or um, I don't know if it was maybe like I fucked up a muscle in the front or the back, and it just kind of was pulling funny, and it just mm-hmm. created some some hot, you know, like a hot spot. And but I worked it out and, and rubbed creams on it, some of that CBD cream that I gave you. That shit's amazing. Yeah, um, I've used it on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of worked on it, and within like a couple days, it was fine. But I was concerned because we have a show this Friday. I mean, now that we're yeah. so this episode, we're recording it Wednesday later than normal. Not a big deal. It'll come my out fault. as soon as I'm done. It's no one's fault. Um, <laughs> if it's sort of my fault. No, but, but it was like I like I told you, man. I haven't been feeling the greatest. I went to Metallica last night, so it's like we both had shit going on. You're the birthday boy or girl, um, so <laughs> you had shit to do. It's just it's part of life. But it was uh, a crazy weekend. this weekend will be a crazy weekend. It's, um, yeah. it's good to have things to do, though, right? I agree. Um, I'm looking forward to, and unfortunately, I had to bail on Nate. We were supposed to go to Iowa together to visit some friends. I've been gone so much for work and life in general that my wife kind of, it was my decision too. I probably could have still gone, but hell, right. have no fear like a woman scorned for Sega. Um, but we still have a show on Friday, so... I'm still going to Iowa this yeah, weekend. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I would not, I would I would have felt bad if you were like, well, I'm not going to go now. But uh, no, I'm taking no, her to see the new Halloween movie, which I'm excited for. She's excited for. Um, does she like the, the, this kind of stuff? She does. A lot of times she watches the movies with me. 
I think she gave up through Turbo Kid about three quarters of the way through. She's like, this is fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. She doesn't like the oh, nonsensical yeah. violence. and like, She doesn't really care for action movies, but she does like horror movies. See, the, the nonsensical violence doesn't bother me as much. I don't like twitchy shit. Um, I don't think that she was... Like, it doesn't bother her. She's just like, this is stupid. Well, it's not a scary movie, really. No, 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 no. Not at all. You know? I didn't... And, and then when we we had discussed, uh, I don't think it was meant to be scary to begin with. No. But based on the gore, I'm like, it could probably be a horror movie. Oh, for sure. It's a horror movie. It's a it's a horror movie, but it's not a... Yeah. It's just... But it's not a, a you know, jump scare kind of horror movie. It's just a different kind of horror movie. Right. But I would absolutely say that it's a horror movie because of the gore. Yeah. Th- and this came up because... Um, a coworker of mine was talking about it. And I just overheard him, and he's like, "It's B, it's uh, it's uh, it's Mad Max with kids and BMX bikes." I'm like, I'm "Oh, total Mad Max! Sign me up!" It's a yeah. it's a Mad Max ripoff almost to a fault with the water, but then they bring in kids and the whole turbo gasoline. and whatever. But yeah, I don't mind. Um, well, yeah, we can get into that. What the fuck are we talking about? Let's get back to like catch up time. Let's make people around the world listen to you and I catch up metallica how was it oh yeah yeah it was um what the fuck were we talking it was good um it was much better than sorry i finally opened the chat and someone's just giving us giving me shit about timing but it's just erica she's a fucking asshole um (laughs) fuck erica fuck you erica um i forgot she's paying us to do this though isn't she no. Oh, then it don't matter. Yeah. Anyway, Metallica. Fuck you, Erica. Um, <laughs> dude, Just, have you have you been in Fiserv yet? So, Fi, for those unaware, Fiserv is the new Bucks Arena, um, that they just built in Milwaukee, and it just opened like a couple weeks ago, right? Like the 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 Bucks season just started. Yeah. Um, Bucks played tonight. They won. No. Foo, well, they played. I'm sorry. They they were away tonight. Foo Fighters right. are there tonight. Right. Um, Metallica was last night. That's what you're at. Yeah, um, dude, that place is amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful venue. Uh, Ken and I, our bass player Ken and I went, and um, we we sat outside of like our section and watched the Brewer game. Brewers are in the playoffs until Metallica plays ACDC's "Long Way to the Top." After that, they play their their Ecstasy of Gold, and then they come in. That's just what they've been doing. They did it at Madison, so I told Ken. Oh, so said, you're talking about just like the background yep, intro yep. thing before they come on stage. Yep, they just play the house oh. music, and I think that's everyone's yeah. warning and the crew that it's about to go I thought down. you meant they were covering it. No. Because you never know with them now. That's a good point. It's a very right? good point. Um, so, yeah, so we, I'm like, we, well, let's just sit there, wait for that song to come on. song came on. We went to our seats, and fucking Ecstasy of Gold started, and it was, I mean, you saw the picture. There's not a fucking bad seat in that place. No, and it sounds amazing. It's not that big, though. No, seven. Well, they said seventeen thousand people, and that doesn't count the floor. Even with right. the floor, I can't imagine there was over twenty thousand people. Capacity is actually less than the old Bucks, the Bradley Center where the Bucks used to play. Which is weird, but yeah, it is weird because it's already one of the smallest venues in the NBA. But yeah. it's not like we, they were selling it out. It's a small no. market team. No, and, and they kind of went the smaller but more luxurious kind of route. Yeah, and it went more of the, uh, um, fuck the like the like the Lambo feel where you go into one entrance and then you can go down thirty rows or you can go up thirty rows. Mm. So there's more like a, a central entrance and then you walk from that direction 
um, instead of, I believe, uh, Bradley Center was you kind of came in the middle of section one or you'd have to go all the way upstairs and go in. And that butch, whatever, I don't really care. It just kind of sucked like you walk in and we were in row nine. So you go walk down 20 rows of people and they're all drunk and yelling at you. How much were those seats? One fifty-five. How'd you get ninth row? Fan club. Ah. Uh, so because I had, score. yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Um, because I had paid for the fan club, you got better seats. Now, Metallica right. are businessmen. My brother <laughs> took my dad, so he. Your dad went to Metallica. My dad did. I went and saw my dad and. Leon. Like, yeah, the two guys that were sitting next to him were like, "Dude, yeah. your fucking dad's a Metallica fan." I'm like, "I learned from the best, man." Like, it's because of him that I like. I'm so into music. How did I not know this? What? Did, did your dad like Metallica? I don't think he really likes. But it's not that he doesn't like Metallica. It's he that, just wanted to see the rock and roll show. Yeah, I mean, he took me to Kiss when I was 12, so it was only right that one of us took him to Metallica. One of our sales guys at work said to me today, he's like, I went to Metallica last night. And he's like, he's got a picture of... Is that the dude who's have... buddies with him? Or buddies with, with the... No, 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 no. That's, uh, that's um, our, our VP of entertainment, the guy who does all the booking. So he knows their agent and, and all that stuff. And like I said, he has a black album, like Platinum Album, and is signed in, in his office and stuff. It's really cool. No, this is a uh, just a guy that, that sells seat sponsorships. And he... Um, he had like so the decor in our offices is you have band you can have band stuff on the walls like framed work and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you know i have like deftones and be an adult uh, about it i have for today and children of bodom and stuff like that which even though it's a music venue most people don't even know who the hell some of the bands that i have in my office are <laughs> like <laughs> for example but he has uh bruce springsteen in the e street band a big mural of it in, in his office so that's what he's really into. So when he was like, oh, you know, I went to Metallica class. He was like all proud of himself. Yeah. And he was all like, he was all surprised because he's like, he was in the pit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, it was a really good time. And he was like surprised he had such a good time. And I said, well, why, you know, why do you say like that? And he said, well, it's just, I said, oh, I get it. Because it's like a heavy metal show. It had to be like mosh pits and anger and, and this and that and everything. Dude, know? we and saw like, one guy crowd surf, which I was even surprised to see. Yeah, he said he saw one guy moshing, and then within five minutes, that guy was taken out because he was just <laughs> kind of just drunk doing it by himself, yeah. running into people. And I was like, yeah, well, A, you're at a Metallica concert, which most of those people are older than we are, that are going to a Metallica concert. You're going to be on the, not like younger side of it, but you're not the oldest guy there. You no, know I mean? and, and there was there was a point where Hatfield like pointed out the age difference. So there was a girl in the front row who was like 12 years old, and he goes, I see sure. a lot of, there was a lot of middle-aged people there. Mm-hmm. I wore a death sweatshirt and I got a lot of comments on it. So that kind of helps you gauge the age range. Well, I consider myself to be middle-aged and I was too young to get into Metallica when they were first out. I didn't get into them until they already were on their third record. So they were playing... Fuck, what they play? Sad But True? And they, they have you seen like the, the cubes that they have that f- drop down and shit? Mm-hmm. So they were showing like a ticket stub from 1991, and Ken looks at me and he goes, "I was at that show." Like, Fucking course, <laughs> and I was at that 36 show. years old at that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. I was uh, first grade, second grade, something like that. I don't even fucking know. Um, but anyways, yeah. Sorry, your 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 guy was all about it. Yeah, that's it. He was yeah. just all about. It. I was just surprised that he went, and he just kind of said, you know. Huge. I think he just felt really cool and really wanted to share it with me because he knows I was in that kind of stuff. And I said, you know, what's great about heavy metal is that when you go to the shows and stuff like that, there's a community. Yep. 
because it's not a mainstream kind of music. So when you go there, people actually aren't angry and all that. You, it really makes people that maybe are angry in their lives all time. <laughs> that might be. But when they come there, it's kind of like a coming together where it's like you kind of all there for the same. Yeah. You know, everyone's commonly angry. Just not yeah. at each other. <laughs> so they're not angry at each other because they're with their own, so to, so to speak, you know? Yeah. There was. And he kind of said, exactly. He's like, exactly. Like, I think he felt cool because he felt for that night he was part of the metal people. And I was like, that's awesome, man. I was like, good for you, you know? Yeah. And he's like, did you go? I said, no, but I had friends speaking about you and Ken <laughs> just, that went and he's like, why, why don't you go? And I just said, man, I just don't get into them live. It's just not my yeah. thing. And it's not a cheap show. And I just, it's, you know, but it, but it's not a lack of respect. I absolutely respect it. But like, you know, what we've talked about before with Lars and, you know, the same stuff that people say. Yeah. I don't hate them for it. They're older. It is what it is, you know. But, but so I, and I talked to my dad briefly this morning about it. And uh, he was just kind of asking, he goes, man, he goes, they just, they'd never slowed down. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. And I actually sent him, I emailed him two videos and I said, watch Battery played in 1989 and Battery played in 2018. Mm. And I said, Lars is playing about a third of the bass drum strokes. Mm hmm. And no one else, like Kirk and James can't not play what they wrote. You know what I mean? Right. The song was sound weird. So I think it's weird that Lars just like fucking shirks his duties. Um, Lars does. I think the guitars and the bass and everything sound because I watched some of last night's show online yeah. and, I, and I've seen it before online and stuff like that and the recent stuff because I'm interested. Yeah. I'm just not going to pay to go see it. But like, um, the only thing that gets me is Lars. Obviously, the drumming is, and his fills are They're, not the same fills. So what's really time. funny is Ken's comment. You're master of puppets, and the and the fills were just. I was yep. like, that, that's not the fill that he actually that he plays on the nope. albums and stuff. It's nope. Just nope. a lot of just snare rolls instead of doing an actual fill. It's just like whap, 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 on the snare and then into the next part. Yeah, you know Ken's like I mean? as a bass player, he goes, "I would fucking stab him trying to keep up with what he's playing because <laughs> sure. he, he'll just start playing. He'll play like two or three measures of some like fill, just whatever he feels like playing. But right, it, it's in the middle of like a verse part. Yeah, and, and my my biggest response to that is like, dude, I have not, I haven't played Master of Puppets for thirty years, three hundred times in a year. I don't yeah. know how bored he is playing that song, but. At the end of the day, I paid one hundred and sixty dollars to see you dance, monkey. Yeah, so you know you're rich because of this. So yes. you know I don't feel. Well, you that and I had that discussion. You, yeah. We figured there got to be at least each of them taking home a quarter mil a night, even if they're only playing fifty shows a year this year. That that's still fucking twelve million dollars. And there's a satisfaction of playing in front of all these people who are worshiping you you know what i mean so uh, there's a rush to that oh, that God. you don't get anywhere we and we know that you and i know that but we play for six people yeah and, and our well, friends we played and girlfriends. for we played for hundreds before too and when you do it, day, yeah. it's a rush man so imagine playing for thousands you know it's all proportional yeah and the other thing that i didn't just not just like i metallica but just you know oh i love metallica i'm not i'm not I, ragging on anything i'm just you know, I do too. just yeah. kind of like we see it yeah hatfield vocally Hmm. he it's like he's changed like it was. it's it's the same thing like you're saying because you're saying you know you see things as a drummer mm -hmm. you know with that kind of stuff you're like okay look at 88 and look at now and it's the same song but it's not the same song hetfield has 2018 had 2018 hetfield vocalized his oh, 1988 stuff. songs too where it's like master of puppets there's so many more yeah come on ha 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 when i hear him laugh he laughs constantly during the songs. And that kind of freaked me out. Like every time there's some kind of break, he's like, <laughs> and then they play a part and stuff. 
And I was just like, man, that laugh wasn't in the original version. I know he's trying to get the crowd up and everything like that. Yeah. There's too many of those, you know, the little cliche Hatfieldisms that he's adding. And he didn't used to do that stuff back then. That's no. more of a more modern Hatfield thing of doing, like load forward kind of thing. Although, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like now, you know. I, and I have, I've, my coworker, I looked at him one day and I said, I would stab you 15 times to see Metallica on 89. Yeah. Like, with hands fucking down. Um, there are some jams off the Black Album. Like, I wish I could have seen that tour. Like, the one that Ken said he was at in 91. That would yeah. be cool. But, yeah. you know, you deal the, deal the hand you're dealt. I know Black Album, is a, it was their first foray and not being, of doing some of their more melodic and not as heavy stuff. But I feel like during the Black Album sessions and everything, they were still those guys. They're still the old drinking, yeah. hell raising metal well, guy. Old. I think they were like twenty six. When they did the black album? Yeah. No. Seer Hatfield. No, they're definitely older than that. Because that would mean that they did like Ride the Lightning when they were like seventeen. Hatfield is fifty five, ninety one, twenty eight. Twenty eight? Yeah, I turned thirty and ninety three. Wow. Hmm. And that it came out in 91. So you got, yeah, he was probably 27, 28 when he was recorded. That's a Isn't that fucked up? Like, what were what were we doing at 28? Working? Uh, for, the, I don't know. for the man? Yeah. I, I mean, I, knew you when you I was in White Knuckle Yeah, I didn't know you when you were 28. Uh-uh. I was in White Knuckle Trip and still. That was when I was doing actually cooler musical things. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's when we were like traveling, touring yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was good times. Those are the days. No, these are the days. Well, I don't think that way, man. I think those, that was, it was great for when it was. And this is great for when it is now, you know? Oh God, I'm not upset. Now, right. what excites me is this thing I'm looking at. What are you looking at? So I I, I had to talk about this because Burger King is every year they make like a new fucking Whopper for Halloween. Oh, shit. Now, they have the big cream is back. <laughs> really? So when I was in Nashville, this podcast is 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 like all Matt's favorite things. Yeah, it's a few food, fast food. <laughs> We're talking about normally now. Corey brings up fast food. He's not here yet, so someone's got to cover that. But uh, okay. speaking of McRibs, so Quick Trip, which is a local gas station, you can get a rib sando there all the time, and you can just make a McRib out of that shit. They say that again. So Quick, Quick Trips, Trip, the gas station has Mc, They have rib food. sandwiches. Okay, you just walk over to that little produce section they got, throw some fucking pickles and onions on there. You got to make rib. But it doesn't taste, it doesn't have the signature sauce of the McRib, I would think, right? I have no idea. I have not eaten a McRib in a long time, and I don't care to do that to myself. But you'll eat a Quick Trip McRib. <laughs> like, that's I any mean, I, better. I have eaten a Quick Trip McRib. <laughs> Does not, that is not my go-to there. They have, they have different sandwiches <laughs> that, that I might mention to first. Oh. <laughs> uh, where, where I was going with that is I met uh, someone who works for Quick Trip Corporate. And I was just like telling her how much I loved her place. And I'm pretty sure she thought I was just a weird fat guy. From how would you love her place and appreciate their McRib? Their version like, of the McRib? You got a killer rib, Sando girl. <laughs> 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 so where I'm going with this is Burger King has made a new Nightmare Whopper that comes out this year. It's got a green bun. Last a year Nightmare was, Whopper? Yeah. So last year. Halloween thing. Yeah. Last year they had the black bun made you shit purple. That's right. I mean, I True. never had one, but I remember seeing the commercials. I field tested that motherfucker. <laughs> and it did. And shit was black? <laughs> shit, shit was purple. 
purple. Purple, yeah, yeah, because of the dye that they used in the bun made it purple. So this year they have uh, the Nightmare Whopper with a green bun. Um, they're, No one said if it makes your poop green yet, but it is, it's like a Whopper with a chicken sandwich, so it's healthy. You know, they put a fried <laughs> chicken patty on there, so it's healthy. Fried chicken's not healthy. No, God, you know not that. at all. 100%. I'm not that okay, dumb. Well, you just called it healthy. No, I know. It was, it, was, it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> um, so they're saying that whatever they put in this bun is supposed to increase your your chance to have nightmares. Get out of here. I shit you not. It's so a, is, it like, is it like nootropics in there? I, that's my thought is that they just put a bunch of nootropics in it and that, and – because they're saying, like, this will give you a nightmare, and they give you nootropics. So your body's just like, we're going to produce a fucking nightmare tonight. But Whether or not that's true. It doesn't necessarily make a nightmare. It just makes you dream more lucidly. Right. But if, I, but I believe if, if you go into it, it's like doing mushrooms. If you go into the trip assuming you're going to have a bad time, you're probably going to have a bad time. A lot of times that's true. Yeah. But they would have to put some disclaimer saying, hey, there's this chemical in there, if that's true. So it doesn't. So it says, it, according to. That. According it's to not like it's an NC seventeen sandwich. <laughs> just, but for real, right? Because you know what, I, I wouldn't want my kid, my no. ten year old, eating you know nootropics from Burger King. I yeah. agree. I agree. This, all it says is that it says, um, "Oh my God, there's so much science." Burger King teamed up with a sleep and neuro diagnostic service. You're can, shitting me. This actually says that on their site. Yep, for ten nights with a hundred participants. <laughs> I've been drinking. Who ate the Nightmare King before they went to bed? Researchers tracked different behaviors from snoozing uh, subjects, including their heart rate, brain activity, breath, to determine whether they had vivid dreams. According to the studies, four, yeah, Burger King did this. According to previous studies, four percent of the population experiences nightmares in any given night. Blah blah blah. Four percent. Four percent. So ninety-six percent of you won't feel shit. But after eating the Nightmare but, but King... But if you have 100 people that had a Burger King Whopper of any sort before going to bed, I would say wouldn't 4% have a nightmare regardless? But... Just because, you know what I mean? Just because of the unhealthiness in their body? <laughs> You're not wrong. No, but for real, right? But after eating the Nightmare King, the data obtained from the study indicated that the uh, incidence of nightmares increased by 3.5 times. It's the fried chicken they put on there that ruins <laughs> your, your fucking guts. So yeah, so you agree. It's it's just the fact that you're eating completely unhealthy shit before you go to bed is not going to make your brain function probably the most positive way when you're going to sleep. I mean, you I don't disagree with that, but maybe they shouldn't have fed him a nightmare king like 20 minutes before you go to sleep. Does it say that true? <laughs> I don't think you should I think I think any sandwich from Burger King 20 minutes before you go to sleep is a nightmare king. You're not wrong. I mean, I ate a spicy chicken yesterday on the way to the show. That <laughs> motherfucker was amazing, but I did not feel good after I ate it. <laughs> so well, that's a spicy nightmare then. But then yeah. you didn't yeah, but you didn't go to bed right away. No. I just still think that if they are putting something in there, they would have to tell you what that is. Yeah, I think I think it is one hundred percent I think it's a it's a mind fuck. And yeah. I think the human brain, placebo, you're kind of saying, yeah, the the human brain is strong enough that if you were like, hey man, we're gonna give you the sandwich, it's called the Nightmare King, it's supposed to give you nightmares. That a lot of people would be like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a nightmare after I eat this. They eat it and then they just have a nightmare. Um, right. I just think a lot of people are are influenced easily by that, and that's how it works. I'm I plan on eating one. If this if this thing comes out by me, I will eat it. 
<laughs> because I love weird shit and I love food and right. no no. I'd be curious. I'd be curious, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm not I'm not going to eat it and be like, oh my god, I'm going to have a nightmare now. Yeah, I have nightmares every day. It's called going to work. Oh, there that's you go, just man. adult shit. That was daddy. That was very much dead humor. <laughs> Once a year, I have the worst nightmare ever. It's called paying my taxes. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Turbo Kid. So Metallica, you had fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, about. yeah. Uh, back to that. Um, the set list was but tenfold. you know what you're getting. You've seen them yeah. how many times. Well, yes, but every time. Oh, man, speaking of, Ken and I were talking about that. We were trying to decide if I ever saw them, uh, and they didn't play Master of Puppets. And thankfully, because Metallica uh, records and releases every one of their shows, I have all the audio. So we're going to go through all the audio from the last... Yeah, we're just going to listen to seven Metallica shows that I've been to that I don't have on my computer anymore because I don't save music. God damn it. Anyways. um, Yeah, because we we were talking about, like, what, what songs... What songs do you think they have played at every show ever since it's been released? I go with Enter Sandman and Nothing Else Matters. Enter Sandman for sure. Yeah. I almost won. Do you think every say. show ev- no, cuz I and and I think in recent recent shows they haven't played one. Really? Let me I'm going to look at some That's like their here. first like real hit, right? And one of their best songs yeah. they've ever written. Oh, it's a great song. I think a lot of people would say that. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at a couple of the, but that's got a lot of fast drums in it. Although all of which Justice he plays power. like fucking wet noodles now. That's what I'm saying. So oh, maybe they do play one at every show. Mm. I'm not. Well, I'm. I just looked at like the past like four shows. I don't even know why I did that. Mm, thing. Mm. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> I am right. Oh man, maybe they did. It looks like they played one and Master of Puppets. Nuts to butts. The past you gotta remember, shows. I feel a little weird right now because I watched Turbo Kid right before this podcast. <laughs> so that was like my last I thing. almost a week ago. Did you? I oh. watched it and then and drank beers through it, ate uh, organic protein pizza. Ooh, an orgasmic protein pizza? Yeah. No, oh. it wasn't orgasmic. Oh. It's like fake pizza. Like they have these, It's it's good, but they have these like pepperonis on there. But they're not pepperonis. They're like tofu peronis. Oh. Yeah, so it looks like a pepperoni, only it's gray. It's not. What it's the like fuck? they're trying. <laughs> I know. Like when you put it in the oven, they look like pepperonis. Like it's a frozen pizza, but it's like a organic pizza. And it's like, it looks like a supreme pizza. Okay. Only a little smaller. And it has like organic crust and shit like that. And it's like a, all like protein, protein, organic protein and shit. So like you. You, when you put it in there, it, you, you look at it, you know, as a frozen pizza, you kind of go, oh, this looks like a fucking, you know, regular, I can't believe it's not Delivery DiGiorno or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> you put it in and like, so you're kind of pumped, you know, you sit down, you might be stoned, you might be one, any of those kind of things. So you're really getting ready for your Whatever, man, fucking pizza, you know, yeah. and then, uh, then you go to the oven and get it out when it, when it dings and it's ready while you're watching Turbo King. Turbo Kid. And our Turbo Kid. Yeah. Same thing. And uh, the pepperonis are now smaller and gray. And they're like the fucking meat. Every, every meat substance 
substance that's on there turns gray. Like, <laughs> but they didn't. It wasn't that way when you put it in. It looked normal. I don't understand it. But I ate the whole thing while watching Turbo Kid. But how? But was it good? Like, do you feel bad about it? No, because normally if I eat a whole pizza while watching a movie afterwards, I will feel feel bad about it because I'll feel like shit. Yeah. I.e. spicy chicken. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I didn't. I, I, you feel fine after because it's not bad for you, you know. So like, no, I felt okay. So is the was the crust? But I felt ripped off. Was it like a crust crust or? Um, like it looked like crust, but it's like it's organic, so it's not like uh, it's like a plant based crust. Okay. So there's not like it's not, but it ta- it basically just tastes like crackers. Like like wheat thins or some shit, <laughs> but like I don't hate wheat thin. No, that's what I'm saying. None, none of the stuff that's on it is bad. It's just not what you expect. So like when we were eating it, you're not like, oh, this tastes gross. But it's like your mouth thinks it's getting pizza. Yeah, you know. And there's a stuff on there that looks like it should be pizza sauce, but there's no flavor of pizza. There's no remnants of it once you eat it. I don't know. It's very hard to explain. I man. feel like you've been cheated. I felt cheated. But now, but now I don't feel like I've been spicy chicken. Like my stomach doesn't feel weird or anything like that. I feel like I can drink a lot more of these delectable Guinnesses that I'm drinking right now. Oh, I like, dude, I and it, you know, whereas like if I just would have put down a whole, you know, Jack's pizza or yeah. Red Baron, one of them kind of things, I would feel bloated and shitty. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It would have tasted a fuckload better though. <laughs> a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll eat half the pizza and then I'll scrape the cheese and the toppings off the other half and just eat that. What? So I, I feel like carbs are what make me feel like I got stung by 10,000 bees. Sure. So I will limit the carbs I have, and but I will just eat all the fat and the protein and the cheese and the meats. And you get a little less carbs from the sauce. So I still eat an entire pizza. I just only get half the pizza carbs, the crust carbs. So you just peel everything off the crust and eat that? Yeah. Because I would eat a plate of cheese if I could. But I love crust. I do. I love crust too, but I also love not feeling um, yeah. like complete shit. I was eating salads at work. Every like, I usually eat my lunch at my at my computer because I'm, I'm busy during the day, you know. Yeah. And I was eating salads because I tried. I've been trying to you know eat healthier and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I'll just eat salads at lunch because I got in a horrible. You know, I work right downtown in Milwaukee, so there's just like all anything you want to eat like walking distance from everywhere. You know what I mean? So it can get, you can go down to that rabbit hole of like, let me try this one today. Let me try this today. Let me try that today. And the next thing you know, you put on 10 pounds in a week, you know? So I got on this kick where I was like, I'm going to start eating salads. And then I realized I was going through a whole half a bag of croutons when I was oh. eating the salads because I love the way croutons taste. <laughs> and I would like, get done with the salads and think like, oh, I had a nice clean lunch and I'm going to feel so much better afterwards. And then I realized yeah. like, I ate so many fucking croutons, those yeah. carbs that just bread shit that i was like actually feeling worse and i didn't get it at first i was like oh you know i gotta stop eating all these croutons so then i i stopped eating croutons now i don't eat salads anymore so i'm like fuck that was always gonna make the goddamn salad taste good <laughs> um so, yeah I, I do really like a salad but either cheese or croutons are what make it better sure um turns out i've never once seen metallica where they have not played one or master of puppets boom and there's only one show that i can't confirm that on because they don't have the audio. But they should though, right? That's not a bad thing. No, no, that's not a bad thing at all. I love both of those songs. Um, but 
where we're going with this is they played Harvester of Sorrow, Creeping Death, Motor Breath last night, wow. which they here let's just let's just get since so it's better than the set wise than it the last was and it sounded way better not only because i mean you're in a newer building you're not in a fucking dog turd of an old basketball stadium right but i think the people were into it more and ken even pointed that out and i was like well they could drink in milwaukee they couldn't in madison ah uh, really yeah madison, How do you Metallica show where there's no alcohol because it was at the cole center which is on the campus college campus can't sell booze uh-huh. You only oh. booze were in the the suites. Luckily, we had a suite. I got my booze. Yeah. Um. So in Madison, they played Hardwired, Atlas Rise, Seek and Destroy, Cyanide, Fade to Black, Now That We're Dead, Confusion, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Hail on Fire, Last Caress. They didn't. They didn't cover anything in Milwaukee, which was weird. Fuel, Moth into Flame, Sad but True, One, Master of Puppets, Spit Out the Bone, Nothing Else Matters, Enter Sandman. Last night, they played Hardwired, Atlas Rise, Seek and Destroy, Harvester of Sorrow, The Unforgiven, Now That We're Dead, Creeping Death, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Fade to Black, Motor Breath, Fuel, Moth into Flame, Sad But True, One, Master of Puppets, Spit Out the Bone, Nothing Else Matters, Enter Sandman. They ended up with two Black Album songs. Yes, and Ken and I knew that was coming, so we stood by the escalator to get out, and as soon as they hit that first note to Enter Sandman, I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah. I don't need to Perfect. hear Enter Salmon anymore. You know, I, it's whatever. Right. There's like a firework business that happens at the end of that song, and it's cool, but <laughs> I don't, whatever. The bla- and the Black Album was the first Metallica album I heard. Do you think Hatfield gets nervous? No. Oh, there's firework extravaganza? I hope not. Do you know what for, I mean, though? Yeah, for those listening, James Hetfield basically melted half of his body from a flash pod in bad. the 90s. Yeah. Um, watch the Behind the Music. Was it Behind the Music or was it a year and a half sure. of Metallica? But it, J- Jason Newstead talks about watching uh, watching Hetfield's skin bubble off, bubble and pop yeah. off his hand as it turned into blisters. Yeah. Oh, man. That would fucking... The pain, right? And they didn't. And he didn't know for, for a minute. They didn't know if he'd ever play guitar, guitar again. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, how cool would have? How cool and terrible would have I seen? Who'd have wrote, yeah, who'd have wrote Death Magnetic? If he wouldn't, because didn't he write uh, all the guitar? Parts? I think yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, Hammett just did, didn't want to or didn't or whatever. Death, Death Magnetic Ma- is a good album. I like I like Death Magnetic. Yeah. What's the last one? Uh, Hardwired to Self Destruct. He wrote that one too. I okay. Didn't it wouldn't write, surprise me. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't wrote, know. Yeah. He, yeah, he and Lars wrote that without Hammett. So yeah. I wonder if Kirk is and the, the, and they were kind of perturbed. Or Kirk was I don't think Juju was because he's just lucky to be in a spot. Yeah. I think he's he's just like, I'll cash my million dollar checks, I don't mind. I braid my hair and do dumb stuff with a bass guitar. Yeah. Did they do any their weird cover or anything? He yeah. and Hammett? What'd they do? Um I didn't know what it was. Seth, uh, our very, very good friend Seth Wolf had to tell me. Um give me a second to find out what he said. They had a really fucking oh, it's Freddy's Dead by Curtis Mayfield in the Superfly, from oh from the Superfly soundtrack. They had a really sweet Buck shirt. Like so, what they had been doing for the the stadiums where they were there was an, a a major a, a professional basketball team was it was a play on the logo. So it was like the Metallica skull, with the fucking Bucks horns. Ooh, and I was okay. three people from the front of the line, and they sold out of it. That sucks. Yep. So there's what like, a cool shirt. Oh, for sure. There's Chinese knockoffs on eBay, and I'm thinking about buying one. 
Because I would probably never wear it. I would just fucking buy it and stuff it in a bin just to have it. But see, then why? I don't understand that. Um, like I have a collection of Air Jordans. You know that. Yeah. And I see so many people. Like so many people say to me, like, "Why are you wearing those certain Air Jordans that are like whatever?" And I'm like, "Because I'm just gonna let them sit on a fucking wall." I don't understand it. You you wear it, man. You buy it to wear it. No. I I would wear this shirt. So the one from Madison, I just the one that I got in Madison was just like a skull, and I didn't really care for it. But I don't want to hang on to a ticket. Like I don't want to pull like a box of tickets and show someone. Be like, oh, I was at this show. Like I think a shirt's a little cooler of an item. True. I would wear that Buck shirt, but the the knockoffs are like printed on Gildan, and I've become this shirt Nazi. As, you don't do Gildan anymore? No. Well, I mean, I have Gildan shirts. Like, I have a Panopticon shot that's, uh, shirt that's Gildan, and it's like the sizing is just like box. It's like a box. Whereas, yeah. like, um, Next Level, which this shirt is, the sh- we print all of our band stuff on Next Level, they accommodate a little better, so it's a little longer for the large-fitted gentleman. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like Gildan, I just it's like a weird box and I just feel like this QB mess. I understand. Whereas like the, the next level shirt's like, yeah, I, I wear a larger shirt, but it doesn't make me feel like a like a big box. It's cut right. Yeah. It's I not hear you. Slim, it's like hats, right, for guys. Yeah. You can't just buy a hat, just any old hat. Like we've been talking baseball hats and things like that, you know? Yeah. You have to have the certain ones that fit your head the right way. T shirts can be that way too. We are picky about that stuff. Fuck yeah, I wear enough T shirts that, you know. Gotta have nice feeling nipples. <laughs> now, does Gildan give you the softness in the nipple area that you need? Not, re- I mean, the, the Gildan shirt is—it's not uncomfortable. It's more of my the cut that I have the problem with. Sure. Um, but now that my nipples have known next level, I just—they're they're, the they're screaming for next level nipple comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a nipple problem. With things I wear. I never knew nipple problems were real. So we were running a half marathon and a friend of mine that was running it with us, he like, I don't know, maybe like halfway through started going, he's like, man, I'm fucking dying. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're getting tired? Like, you know, slow down for a little bit or whatever. He goes, no, 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 I'm not tired. He's like, I'm getting nipple chafe up for my shirt like really bad. Do you not watch The Office? What's that? Do you watch The Office? I don't. I mean, I, obviously, I've seen it and stuff like that, but I'm not. Yeah, like there a, was an episode where they ran like a 5K or something, and Michael Scott like had a, or maybe it was Andy, put band-aids on his nipples, and they still bled really? at the end. Yeah. Well, he would have loved to have band-aids because, yeah, he was just dying. Well, I knew so. that was a thing from um, our friend. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to out him, but he runs marathons. Out him? Who are you talking about? You know who it is. It's It's the brother of the guy who comes to every one of our shows. Oh, Jake. God dang it, Nathan. <laughs> he won't know. Does he watch this? He listens. He'll probably, uh, whatever. But yeah, he from so him Jake running marathons, um, he, he was the one that kind of told me about people putting uh, Band-Aids on their nipples so that they don't bleed as a result of running marathons. Sure. Yeah, I, it's a real problem. I don't know if he has sensitive nipples. I'm but sure it is a real problem. The struggle is real with people. It is. In their nipples when they run. I don't know that because I don't run. I, I stay stationary. I do run. And I, my nipples have never had an issue. But like I've had, you know, feet issues, you know, blistering on my feet or things like yeah. that or whatever. You know what I mean? You like know, those kind of things. You know what stops that? Stop running. Stop running. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it, man. It's it's not worth it. I've been running lately without shoes on. 
like on your treadmill? Better. Yeah. Yeah. I, can I mean, I'm not outside. Well, I. Okay. It, that works better. For the I wouldn't be surprised if you ran a little bit outside without shoes on. You're kind of like crazy enough to do it, but I, you know, I had to clarify. Sure. And I don't, I don't no. mean that in a bad way. I, I literally was talking about earlier about how I almost pooped myself. So, <laughs> dumb shit too. I just, you know, sometimes you gotta ask. No, I run outside when it's you know, obviously with our climate that we live in, it's what you, fifty degrees. Well, now I mean it's nighttime, but it's yeah. 30. I mean, in summer I do the outside thing. I prefer to do the outside thing, but like, yeah. Um, when it gets cold out, fuck that, you know. Yeah, when when you're outside and it hurts your teeth, like mm. that's just. Ken and I were talking because we took that show in December, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm totally down. Everyone's down." But my first thought was, "Hope it's not snowing." And I'm like, "Me too." And well, then, but you can't just not play. Oh no, 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 no! It, it's just, know? it's just kind of the the reality of the 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 climate and the the place that we live in, where it's yeah. like when you get to December, it's like. You could you could have to deal with a snowstorm to get to where you're going. Yeah. Uh, luckily, December early December is usually not too bad, but you know, no. it's not like fucking January. January through April is a crapshoot, no matter what. That's where it's worse. But I mean, like the unfortunate thing is the spontaneity of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like with our weather, you can have you know a I beautiful mean, luckily, day one day and a blizzard the next, and there's it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Luckily now, Ken and I both have all wheel drive vehicles which i think will make a world of fucking difference world of difference yeah i don't go without it now i don't think i will i mean now that i'm in like you know when i when i didn't really have a choice and i drove what i drove it was different but now that i as an adult can have that decision you know yeah i don't think i would get rid of it no drive that fucking rav4 around show everyone my rav4 dick (laughs) (laughs) what else do you have on the horror docket what other topics do you have that was we don't really do news anymore. I just wanted to talk no, about that. No, I haven't been on this show in a while. And the last time you had like different little. I can, yeah, we used to we used to cover news. I forgot how long it's been. I can actually look see the last time you were on here. We used to cover news, and it just got really difficult to try and stay like current with when we would sure. record. And that, sure. you know, in, in in a perfect world, we would record every Sunday, and we would just have uh, you know news and whatever, and it just it, it kind of stopped working and. Um, we got away from that, especially with like we took. We've been taking summers off. Corey makes fun of me and says that it's because I have to mow my lawn. He's not wrong. Like it takes me a fucking. For those that time. don't know, Matt has a hell of a lawn. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. Um, last holy shit, you haven't been on in almost two years. Has it been that long? December sixth, two thousand sixteen. We did Krampus. That's why we have to start doing the Alpha Hour for fucking sure. Yeah, I'm down. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we used to do news, and I just kind of stopped. The only reason I wanted to talk about that Whopper is because I saw it. And I like sandwich. Technology. That's why I thought you do that kind of stuff because I thought that's why you were bringing that mm-hmm. one up. The horror. horror I forgot. I mean, granted, I don't what just like walk up to you and I'm like, "Hey, man, this is what we're doing with our podcast now," because usually we have enough band shit to worry about that this never comes up. No, it's all good. What when does that come out now? Because now we got to try one. What the Whopper? Sure. I, I, it looks you like it's the twenty second. Your podcast and let yeah. everybody know if the shit if if it's the the real deal. Yeah, it looks like it's October twenty second through the thirty first. Is it's on sale at Burger King? At all participating Burger King. I couldn't find a list of participating Burger Kings because if my name participating, I'm gonna participate burn it down. <laughs> not really. I don't. That's this is not. This is not any sort of threat on Burger King or your establishments. I like Burger King. So do I. 
Like I said, yeah. man, ate it yesterday. I only do that shit now on weekends, though. But you know what sucks about doing it that way? It used to be where, like, on a weekend, I would maybe eat something like Burger King or something of that ilk if 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 it was if I just you know uh, had nothing else to eat or just happen to be out or whatever it may be. Now, like that Saturday comes along and I go, well, I have to eat something like that because it's the only day I can. So it's almost like kind of counterproductive in a way to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Dude, the biggest thing I notice is it's like, don't don't take, and, and we haven't even started talking about the movie yet, but um, don't don't take fast food and be like, this is a treat. I can have it on this day. It's just like, you know, man, if that's what my option is, that's just dude, it's just food. Yeah. You know, and and, and the big thing, and you could attest to this, is I used to fucking eat until I like was uncomfortable, and when I yeah. stopped doing that, that changed a lot for me. And I think there's been like two times in the past year that I've eaten to a point of being uncomfortable. And that's just made a world of difference for me. Sure. They say that that's one of the biggest, like, I don't remember who I was listening to on some podcasts that they were talking about eating. And they said that the first thing you should do if you want to start eating healthier, people think like, um, if I want to start eating healthier, I should just start eating healthier foods. Sure. But that's a lot more difficult than it sounds, you know, like changing everything you're eating to become healthy stuff. Cause 90% of, people 90 percent of what 90 percent of people eat is fucking garbage <laughs> you know what i mean so like it's a, it's more of a lifestyle change to say i'm going to eat clean like that just like that it's not so easy people think it's such an easy thing it's really not right but the best way you can start to eat eating better is don't change what you're eating change how much you're eating mm-hmm. portion control is fucking huge that's the biggest thing man not people have this thing of like i'll eat till i'm full well, you know that your full threshold is always going to grow exponentially. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like uh, it's like lifting lifting weights. The you know the more you lift weights, the more weight you're going to be able to lift. Well, the more you eat till you're full, the more it's, you can eat until you're full. You know? Yeah, we there's there's a sushi buffet place here, um, where the sushi just comes around in little boats, and it's just there's two pieces of sushi per there's plate. Boats in the restaurant? Yeah. Nice. This place is fucking awesome. We just we actually just went there on Tuesday, yesterday. But so it's probably where you live. Yeah, it's up in Appleton. So you just like take off a plate as it comes by, and um, the thing just to, when you see something you're like, mm, that looks good. Yep, you just click it. Yeah, or or you can order off the menu. They'll go around and make you rolls off the menu. But we used to do there. It, it, there's like a counter. I'm doing this and it doesn't really work. But if you're watching this, this it, the counter is probably yay big. And the the plan the point was to always break the plane. You'd want to stack up your plates high enough that you're taller than the lip on the counter, <laughs> dude. And it's like fucking thirty plates. That's like sixty pieces of sushi. That's a lot of fucking food. <laughs> and we went there Tuesday. That's a lot of raw fishes swimming around in your. Well, not all sushi's raw fish. So they're like I had chicken. Like I'm they just have like being a. Fun. Yeah, but go ahead. But, but they have like a, a, a chicken panko one that I get, so it's like cooked chicken and panko. But um, I don't. I didn't even count. But I probably had maybe a dozen plates, and I was Damn. full. I was fucking was full, and I drank a bunch of water. And, and like you used the to do rice, thirty. Yeah. See, but that's the other thing. When you use portion control, you actually start to. I mean, just like I was saying, like the more you eat, pushing it, you're gonna grow and grow and grow. But the less you eat, your body will also get used to that. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the other thing was like, you don't always have to clean your plate. 
which was is is a, is a big thing in our in our country is like hey man if you take it you got to eat it and then, you know sometimes i'm just i'm not full and that's the other thing is like if i have a big plate of food like i don't finish it i can put it in a container i can eat it later nice yeah just, that's my problem I, I always feel like i still have that ethos in my head where it's like however I, whatever i take i have to eat but i think the thing is is that i don't do leftovers mm-hmm. I'm fucking awful oh. with that so I always have in my head like I'm just gonna throw this away because it's not worth you know saving in any way, shape, or form because I'm I'm not gonna fucking eat it. So I throw it away, but then I feel guilty about throwing it away. So I'm like I just gotta feel. I e tonight my organic <laughs> box spinach pizza. I was done after half of it, and I ended up eating the whole goddamn thing because because yeah. you bought it. I didn't want to throw it away, man, because yeah. I knew I wouldn't eat it afterwards. My dog was looking at me like, I'll fucking eat it. And I was like, dude, I want some <laughs> you, you got like this little beef stick on the ground over there. Go eat your fucking beef stick. You don't want this goddamn pizza. He's like, but it's pepperoni. So I was like, no. No, it's not. Because see, I talk to my dog like that. I talk to my dogs too all the time. You ever realize that sometimes that you're having a fucking conversation and they're just looking at you because they're looking at you, you just keep talking because yep. you feel like they're making that eye contact so they're paying attention. Yep. But then you have to remind yourself that they don't know no idea what you're talking about and they just think that you're going to give them a treat when they at the end of the day (laughs) it's all love yeah oh for sure i fucking love my dogs all right should we do this turbo king thing yeah yeah i actually call it turbo king ever since you said the burger king i want to say turbo king turbo kid i'm sorry don't be turbo kid no i'm sorry to turbo kid lovers out there turbo kid lover Is that a Judas Priest song? Fuck it is. Turbo Lover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the the quickest way to describe Turbo Kid is um, Mad Max with BMX bikes and children. And, a, yes. and like Super Mario. Mixed a child. It. A child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's not really a child, right? <sighs> no, nah, my guess is he's probably like 18 to 20 He wants to fuck a robot. So he's got to at least be... I'd I, say, yeah. Dude, I'd, I'd say... Do. I 19. totally, totally had a weird boner for that robot chick. Oh, me too. You know why? Because okay, she wasn't really a robot. But yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. man. No, yeah. I looked her up and I, I told I told my Alyssa, my wife, I'm like, how old do you think she is? She's like, I don't know, like 35, like 32. She's 32? Yeah, yeah. She was totally oh, like old God. enough. I thought yeah. you were going to say like, she's 16. And then no, I was like, oh, son of a bitch. No, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have led with that if I didn't think she was. She's, she's, she's 32, huh? Yeah, she's damn near my age. When this came out in 2015, she would have been like 28, so... Yeah, not that bad. Um, no, no, twenty eight is fine. Yeah, yeah. It was just it, so this this movie is such a strange concept. All I didn't care about the story. I still don't care about the story. All I cared about was the gratuitous violence, and that's the whole reason that we talked. We decided on doing this movie. But if we decided on doing this movie. I said, "Hey Nate, do you want to watch this movie that you've never heard of? That's just really gory." That's how we got to this point. Matt Matt's a very eccentric guy when it comes to his tastes in. Beer, movies, music, <laughs> so those kind of things. So when Matt comes yeah. to me, and Matt knows this, like I'm not a beer connoisseur, nope. but I'll fucking throw anything down my throat. Dude, I so, bought I bought Metallica beer yesterday. Nice. I will. Did you try it? No, I was gonna drink it, and I was then I was like, well, I'll just wait till I see Nate. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, let's see. So that's what Matt does. He'll bring like some weird beer to practice, or if I go over and see him at his house or any of that kind of stuff, and he always be like, you can just put it in front of me and be like, try this. But I always have. To, I like to get the explanation because I'm interested in where it comes from, what it's about and all that kind of stuff. And I have a very love hate relationship with it, with all of it. But the good thing is like getting back to like my not wanting to waste things. If I don't like it, 
Matt puts it down. He'll drink it. I, I know. <laughs> I, well, I was waiting to see where you're going with this because I'm like, dude, you made me fucking chug a barrel-aged barley wine last weekend. You sure did. I like did? a goddamn man. I took a drink. Another friend's, friend of ours, Ken, was there. He took a drink, and we both made the face, this think face, like the goddamn. Because <laughs> some of the some of the beer that Matt drinks, it tastes it's it's tastes like hard liquor. It's, it's like turpentine, it's like, man. Yeah, it's not like you know a traditional beer, but some of the it's, so for me, it's a love hate. It's either I fucking love it and it's great and it's different because it's always different, or yeah, it's turpentine. But the good thing is then you just throw it down the garbage disposal. I eat Matt, and yep. you know, so it doesn't go to waste or anything like that, which is which is awesome. So. Another one of Matt's cool eccentric tastes is his music and his movies. So when he said to me, "Hey Nate," because you had said to me, you said you were gracious enough to say to me, "Hey, will you come on my podcast?" And I said, "Of course." And then he said, "Okay, pick a movie." You know, because he's nice enough to say you can pick a movie, and then we'll discuss it on my podcast and everything, which is awesome. You know, but I was like, "Man, you've done this so many times. You've done so many movies." I don't want to do one that you've already done. And he said, of course, because you're nice like that. I don't give a shit because <laughs> it'll be a different take on it then. So it's fine. And I said, no, 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 no. I want to do something that, we, you know, we haven't done. So then he's like, okay. So I'm like, you pick one. Just tell me and I'll watch it because I just trust his judgment on that stuff. And then you came back to me pretty quickly and not in the same conversation, but, you know, within a day or two. And then you said, watch Turbo Kid. And I was like, okay, got it. Done. What is it? And then, yeah, he said, Mad Max with bmx bikes <laughs> fucking i'm in let's do this <laughs> and then yeah and then your first thing is like i don't watch it for the story just the violence yeah. <laughs> well when the, when the final 20 minutes are just fucking like you were wrong when you told me that yeah you like people's bodies being blown in half and ending up on top of people and dude i just i at one point i got up and i just walked away and i'm like what the fuck i'm like what is even happening (laughs) and and that was kind of the point in which i realized like all this movie is is meant to be over the top like no one is meant to take this movie seriously and that's when i was like fuck yeah like this movie's cool it's comedy but there's really no one-liners nope you know like like some of those i liken it to kill bill but not at all the depth or the story so don't sit here and say like yeah. you know, hero kid like you really like kill bill and then say oh i'm gonna go watch turbo kid and think you're gonna get the same thing out of it because <laughs> you will be so fucking let down you will be eating a organic shit gray pizza versus you know domino's your favorite flavors okay so it's like it's not that but the similarity is they're both pizzas sort of you know yeah but the the spraying blood kind of stuff that was in kill bill this is obviously stealing from that like when there's a wound a stab wound to the stomach or something like that and it's literally like super soaker squirt guns yeah shooting blood out of the wound i mean it's there's definitely that and i think that was definitely borrowed from kill bill kind of stuff so it, it felt that way um i watch stories and when the movie first started i loved so okay and this is why I don't. So at the beginning, they say this is a movie that kind of takes, they have the little narrator kind of thing, and it says this, you know, and they're setting up the kind of apocalyptic kind of landscape, the wasteland, they call it, that they're in. And they reference it being the future, you know, and everything's, you know, wars torn through the whatever, the world. And it's, but then they go, it's 1997. 
Yeah, so the biggest thing is that it was alternate universe 1997. Oh, where when how did I not know this is an alternate universe? Um, I think I only knew uh, I only knew that because Wikipedia says in an alternate 1997. Okay, okay so they never really so, say it. No, in the movie itself they do okay, not sorry, at all okay. explain that. Okay, that makes a little more sense but because okay, so it was a future, but they had like eighties kind of gear. Like like at the very beginning, he's in his little like bunker, underground bunker, the turbo kid, before he knows he's turbo kid or becomes turbo kid or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, when he's just a normal kid. And he has like a tape deck and like a Walkman, mm-hmm. like a tape Walkman, which I really like because it kind of brought you back to the whole eighties kind of thing. But then I'm like, okay, so obviously the world was torn apart in the eighties and he's kind of a scavenger who kind of travels the wasteland to find. So basically loot dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. And then he goes to some kind of, I liken it to like star Wars where like Han Solo and Chewbacca and whatnot would go to those like bartering places and like the bars kind of thing they would go to. He kind of goes to their version of like that kind of thing to trade in his stuff. And then he gets a turbo kid or turbo. What is it called? Turbo rider. Turbo rider. Yeah. 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 He gets a turbo rider comic book. Like that's like, was like the big thing to him. So he was really into this, but then all of a sudden, so it's a comic book character and you think because he's a kid, he's just into this comic book. But then later on in the movie, he actually finds the wrecked abandoned ship of Turbo Rider and yeah. his body's there and he steals the suit off him and then just starts doing little like fight postures and stuff with the suit on. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it, it, it that's when it started to like some of those kind of things kind of I was like, that's such a hole in the story, like the way that this is kind of I don't know, man. Right. And and it seems like when when Apple was when it was determined that Apple was a robot. Mm-hmm. I was just like out of the blue, and it seemed very so out of the blue, forced. so not set up. Yeah, very forced, very forced. And and the thing that about that that kind of was strange to me was so there was no technology for anything else. Like they're riding fucking bikes, and like even like the the Indiana Jones looking like cowboy badass guy jumps on a fucking kind of old lady bike, and they kind of like let's ride. <laughs> You know, they all pedal off on their bikes. So I mean, the technology is is fucking like at least Mad Max, and they all have the bad guys all had kind of totally Mad Max kind of gear on, right? Yep. But they rode bikes too, mm-hmm. which was really fucking weird. Except for the main bad guy, old guy, who, who kind ended of ended up being a fucking robot too. Who ended up being a fucking robot too? That she didn't see coming at all. But yeah, when Apple became a robot, that's when everything for me kind of started to go south. I felt like it was just like, it felt very much like they were writing the script and it wasn't too bad. And then all of a sudden they're like, dude, we need a twist. Let's make her a fucking robot. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then, bam, she's a robot. But she had no robot mannerisms at all. And the technology then to create a robot person who literally could eat, drink, and shit because she said when she started eating that he was like, you can eat. And she's like, oh, yeah. I can eat and I can drink and everything. Well, why? Well, because if, you know, I was out with my human, a human companion or whatever, you know, her master or whatever you'd want to say, and they don't want the friends that you're, they're out with to know that I'm a robot. Well, I have to be able to eat with them and stuff. Yep. <laughs> so, what the yep. fuck? 
So it seemed like it seemed like a total afterthought. Where it was just like, well, it we're gonna make like a robot now, and how do we make it normal? Like, well, yeah. just let her eat and drink, and just, just say it's because she has to. Right, and then just to to, to sew up the, the the absurdity of the writing for the character of Apple. So at one point, is it okay that we spoiler alert? Do we spoiler? Yeah, alert no, yeah, we spoiler everything. Okay, so she gets killed. You know, one thing leads to another. Blah blah blah. You know, in a, in a certain fight scene, she gets killed and uh, decapitated, to be exact. Yeah. And um, but her head is kind of still functioning. Even though that was weird to me too, because later on she gets shot in the chest and that makes her shut down. But yet she can be decapitated and her head still functions. So I didn't really get that. It didn't make sense to me. But then he literally takes her head to the robot cemetery. I'm not paraphrasing. Like they called it the robot cemetery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he finds a body that didn't have a head. And he just takes her head, slams it on there and duct tapes it around it. (laughs) And then falls asleep next to it. And wakes up to it be like, or later on it wakes up and it's alive and it's just fine. And she just goes, "Ooh, I really like this new dress I have." On. <laughs> so, which to me was just kind of like, okay, like really, like you just duct tape that head on this body, and then it just, and then it was perfectly seamlessly, no issues, no nothing. And then in the end of the movie, she gets fucking killed again. But then he ends up burying her and everything, and he's so sad about it. And I'm thinking the whole time, motherfucker. Take her back to the goddamn robot cemetery. All you got to do is duct tape her fucking head to another body. You got Apple back. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says to the guy, I got to go. He goes to the guy because he's he's taken off on his bike, you know, to ride off in the sunset. And the guy, the cop, you know, Indiana Jones guy goes, well, you know, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And he goes, I'm going to go see what's on the other side of the wasteland. And then the old guy goes, uh well there there's really nothing there. And he goes, I know. And then he writes off. <laughs> I was like, You've got this whole movie right when you write the script. And you want to have the good prophetic and you know, sew everything together and the, you know, the two, you know, protagonists in the movie are having their final talk before right off the sunset, and that was the best you had, man. I'm gonna go see what's on the other side. Well, there's nothing there. I know. And then that's it. <laughs> Like, it was just, I don't know, man. I know, I know, like you said, you're not really watching it for the story or anything like that, but. Well, at the end of the day, you're still watching a movie and you're still expecting a story. You know, if you've invested that much time in it, that you made it all the way. I mean, the movie's only uh, 93 minutes, so it's not like, you know, you're investing a whole lot of time. But right. if you made it all the way to the end, you know, sew it up a little better than that, right? Yeah, probably ran out of money. I But that being said. I really fucking like this movie. I thought it was a really good movie. I really and and I think movie. it's it's because I didn't <laughs> I really feel expect like I shouldn't. Yeah, I didn't expect or want much of anything and I just it took it at face value that it was going to be a stupid gore fest and that's what I got. I just you know, certain movies you watch and you expect a story like Alyssa and I went and saw The Witch and I I wanted a story. I wanted to be scared and it was fucking trash. Yeah. If I just went there thinking like, "Well, we might have one or two good jump scares, it probably would have been a better movie." Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, I, okay, so I didn't think the acting was horrible in it. I didn't think, because I really expected with a campy movie like that for the acting to be horrible. I felt like, I know I'm ripping on like how they're talking and stuff, but that was, that was at the script level, but I didn't think it was at the acting level. I thought the kid that played Turbo Kid Mm -hmm. did a really good job for what he had. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the girl that played Apple, the robot, his, basically his sidekick. Mm -hmm. 
I thought she was really good too. I didn't think it was bad at all. You know, script wise bad, but you can't help what you're you're having to say. Right. But I also thought the fight scenes were not good. The chore the choreography of the fight scenes was not good. It was very it was just kind of, you know I can agree with that. Very stab like I'm gonna stab you and then blood's gonna shoot out, but that's kind of about <laughs> it. There wasn't any cool like, you know, spinning jump kick, this or that, or anything like that, you right. know. Right. It was very remedial, but yeah, tell them about the end. The part that basically you told me that you have to see and was the laugh out loud. What the fuck is going on? So the final 20 minutes. When a guy's body is halved and then his upper torso ends up on one guy's head and his legs end up on another guy's head. And then at one point, someone they're, else is... They're walking around. Yeah, with like a fucking... Yeah, like the guy who can't see. Yeah. It's got the bang over his head. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, where am I? And then another I? fucking torso ends up on top of the fr- the second torso. And it's just like a fucking people totem that blows up. Like, yeah, and, it's a torso totem. Yeah, it's a torso totem. With some totem. dangly feet up at the top. Yep. And then... Oh, yeah, but then uh, Turbo Kid, who finds the uniform of Turbo Rider, has gloves that are, like, powered gloves. Yeah, they go pew-pew. Yeah, and shoot, like, lasers that make these guys explode into blood and guts. But make no sense. Okay, so they have to generate, like, they have to power up. You know, if you play video games, you know, and you have some special. That was odd. It's like you, you shoot two the gun, shots. You got to power it's... up before you get the next shot. Yeah. But every once in a while, he's shooting this thing like it's a six-shooter. Yep. He's like, boom, blows this guy up, boom, blows that guy up. And then all of a sudden, got to recharge. And then there's other times where he shoots it once and he's got to recharge. There's no like rhyme or reason as to when this thing needs to recharge or not recharge. Yeah. yeah. Which makes which also made no sense to me whatsoever. That it was things like that in the script writing where I felt like I know you're trying to be campy and not care about certain things or whatever, because it's not really about that. But those are such glaring things that were just seemed like you were saying before, just very thrown together. That it and I felt like the sets for a low budget movie were fairly elaborate, and I didn't yeah. think the special effects were horrible for a low budget movie either. Because this movie, I looked it up, grossed fifty thousand dollars. Holy shit! I didn't look at that. It was out for one day. It premiered oh, no. in theaters, and Frankie's joining us. Yeah, it up, premiered Frank? in it premiered in theaters. Do not. Lick my beer. <laughs> I'm trying to lick my beer and that's not happening. Um, yeah, it it said I I looked it up and it said like it um it, the premiere made fifty thousand dollars and then I looked total movie gross fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> this movie had to have cost well over fifty thousand dollars to make. Oh, there you go. Probably. Let me. Do you hear that? Yeah, I can. I see it too. Awesome. Get some love. It's erotic. All right. Uh, usually Wikipedia says how much the movie cost. Look on IMDb. I think that's or how much it cost. Or I don't know. I, I I think it was IMDb where I saw how much it grossed. So it looked as if it was only out for one. When you but it won some awards and it was a Sundance pick. This movie. And it was obviously trying to be Evil Deadish too. Did you kind of gather that yeah, a little with bit the, with the gore and the stupid zombiness? Yeah. Cutting off hands and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm gonna cut you and it's gonna spray blood like I just fucking cut a hose wide open. The part that I thought was excessively gory too is when which which also I didn't get why okay, so one of the henchmen of the bad guy 
knew that the main bad guy knew the main bad guy was like pissed because turbo kid and indiana jones and apple had gotten away from their like ring of death kind of thing mm. which that was another thing how the fuck did they get out of there because like they were in the pool or the pool they called it and, like where you saw they had the sign that said welcome to the pool party yep, yep. And, and then they were in the pool where they were supposed to get killed by you know <laughs> the henchman kind of like gladiator ancient greece style you know and they kill all the people there and then all of a sudden he looks at the turbo kid looks at the indiana jones guy and he goes what do we do now and there's still mind you there's still the bad guy and all the henchmen all around the pool up up above mm-hmm. they just cool to kill the people that are inside the pool and the guy go the indiana jones guy looks at him he goes or after turbo kid says what do we do now the indiana jones guy looks at him and just goes i think we should get out of here and then he goes over to just some random like like kind of uh like fire escape trellis kind of stairs and they just cut scene and it shows them outside of this building just getting out of their bmx's and just riding away (laughs) nobody followed them no one gave a shit that they're fucking leaving and then he goes i think we should split up and like indiana jones goes one way and then turbo kid and apple go the other way and then they meet up with indiana jones later just randomly after the first time apple was killed and he has a bionic hand so it worked remarkably well right and i thought to myself you guys can't even find water you're riding bikes but you can you have the technology though to make a mechanical hand to replace his cut off hand within hours like how the fuck does that work but you can't build a fucking car of some sort you know what i mean or spaceship for that fucking matter yeah you're riding bmx bikes but you can make mechanical hands that function completely perfectly with the human body in a matter of hours there's things like that where i'm just like this makes no fucking sense at all. Like, this is just too far, <laughs> you know? That being said, though, like I said, man, I, I love the movie. That was oh, it's super good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you've said. Uh, with that being said, my bladder is reaching 100%. So Beautiful. We're going to wrap this Bad Mama Jam up. We're gonna, we have to rank it first. So since okay. we've been on here last, we've changed it. It's a straight zero to five scale. You don't really have to give an explanation unless you want to. Um, but yeah, if you had to give this movie a rank from zero to five, what would you give it? Okay. So for me, five means Best I'm going to show this movie you've ever seen. Okay. It's not a five. No. All right. No, 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 I know no. I'm saying I love this movie, but it's not a five. I would say, though, I'm going to give it a three because for me, three means it was entertaining as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I would drink beers or smoke a joint or whatever your fucking flavor is when you hang out with your your friends mm-hmm. um i would do that with my buddies and watch this movie and i bet you we would have a good goddamn time watching it so that's where three lies for me so i will give it a solid three that is literally the exact description i would have given this movie and the same number i've given this is a three right it's a perfect campy movie that you watch with your watch with your, with your friends and do what we just did and talk about how Okay, this is fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. This is fucking retarded about it, you know. But the atmosphere of the movie creates the gore that's in the movie. Um, the sets I thought were great, you know, like they created a good um, environment for these people and everything like that. And I thought that the acting actually, for being campy and, and a shitty script, the acting was actually fairly decent, yeah. you know. Um, I, I liked the characters. The characters I was supposed to like, I liked. 
and the characters that you know were the 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 antagonists i didn't like and that's you know it did what it was supposed to do it did what it was supposed to do yeah yep yeah exactly. yeah that being said, though, by, by any standard of true critique of movie it's fucking awful it was an awful awful movie man but it was entertaining <laughs> it was and that's it was. that's that's exactly why we're here yeah Sweet. Well, uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. You can leave us a message on our website. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Podcast Terror. Holy shit, am I <laughs> You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us f- uh, feedback. You can go to bit.ly slash review. Leave a review there. All subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com slash subscribe. You can follow the entire Galactic Network on Facebook under the Galactic Network. Lastly, you can go to amazon.podcastchair.com. Shop like you normally would. We get a percentage of what you are purchasing. It costs nothing to you. It helps keep the show free. Nate, do you want people to find you on the internet? Sure. I'm out there. I'm out there, kid. It's Nathan Forsey. He's out there. Find him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Listen and drown the lifeguard. Yeah, do that. Do that. We're pretty good. When I'm sober, I say we suck. When I'm drunk, I say we're good. Take it as you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and untapped at Matt the Lifeguard. Um, next week, Erica is coming back. Erica Gwynn was on a couple of weeks ago. She hosts uh, Apex in the Abyss, uh, True Crime Podcast. Um, we're going to watch Halloween H2O and um, spoiler alert, Mike Beach, co-owner of Hate, is going to be on too. He texted me last night at Metallica and said he can come on, so we make room for Mike Beach when he can come on. Sweet, Nate. Thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm about to piss myself, but uh, yeah, that's going to do it for another episode of Podcast Terror. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.